0: against
1: Production. Hi, I really don't watch. Do you watch the news though? Nah, nah, nah. Oh, okay, so I get my news from Twitter. I get my news from. Twitter. You know, I'd be like, I'm. I used to work in corporate. I'd be asking the white people questions. I'd be like, Oh, uh, you see uh, the weather tomorrow? Yesterday? <laughs> like, I, don't give a fuck about, I don't give a fuck about your family, the weather, nothing. Okay. Like,
0: but, what's the name of Uncle Poochie's podcast? Six, six Feet Under podcast. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. <clears throat> Whenever this Mister Beast, you're listening to another video for the Six Feet Under podcast. I am your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Poochie. I ain't gonna front with y'all. That gets really, really awkward to say when I have another person on the screen. Like, I like, I can't say my introduction with another grown man on the screen looking at me. It just, it makes me feel weird. But anyways, y'all. <laughs> Welcome back to the Six Hundred Podcast. I am your five foot nine host, Uncle Puche You know, dog, we here at the Six Hundred Podcast we we like to show you no know, different. Family members, you know, we're out here. This happens to be the second family member from North Carolina. I don't know how I keep bumping into these people from North Carolina, but they seem to be some cool ass motherfuckers. So in that case, we're gonna keep having them on. So with that being said, um, I'm gonna let this gentleman introduce himself. After he introduces himself, I'm then gonna tell you guys how I found this motherfucker because he's hilarious. So go ahead, man. Go ahead, tell the people uh, what's up.
1: Yo, what's good everybody? It's Bruce ranch here. <laughs> I'm the most known as Bruce. Y'all know the vibes, bro. TikTok, really? Instagram, YouTube, soon-to-be YouTube star, my guy. Come on.
0: Listen, listen, listen. You heard it here on the six hundred Podcast. I'm like, this is what I am to y'all. I'm the BET Uncut a podcast. See, y'all don't realize where people came from until you realize that I was in the game. But you know what? I just had to get Bruce before he blew up. I was like, Bruce, Bruce, you're on your way to doing great things. Before you become a video vixen and you start kissing Keisha Cole on
1: videos. Be- Can you- can you be a video vixen as a, as a dude? Is that a... Yeah. Yes. Oh, you can? That's how you got like was the... A video vixen, bro. Tyrese was a video vixen. Oh, when you got the grease
0: with the abs and the V-cut, that's a video vixen, too? Terrence Howard was a video vixen.
1: See? Yep. You put me on a yep. game. I, I found yep. out that you could be a sugar baby as a dude and I went crazy. Now I'm oh. gonna go buck wild. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm <laughs> gonna be on the screen everywhere. Like I'm, I'm going to be so proud of you. I'm gonna look up and be like, listen,
0: before he was a video bixon. We had him on the 600 podcast, but nah, at Bruce Rance, man, I'm not even going to front with y'all. This man is hilarious, y'all. He is downright fucking hilarious. I was sitting back. My boy Bass had sent me a DM because my boy Bass thinks he's like the coolest person in the world. You see my DM and he goes, this dude's hilarious. And I'm like, usually when Bass says that, they are pretty funny. So I'm like, okay, let me check this out. And I pull up and it's this guy. And first and foremost, just by the drop of his voice, I'm like, I oh, this motherfucker's hilarious. Hi. <laughs> Most black guys are good at basketball.
1: People look at me as a black man and say, hey, you must be amazing at basketball. You must be packing. Well, I'm here to tell you black men are not a monolith. I'm terrible at basketball and only have a slightly above average PP. I'm every nigga. They're all in me. A-O-I. Hey,
0: well, I'm here to tell you that not all black men are a monolith. And bruh, at the end of the video, when he sings out I'm every nigga, <laughs> I dropped my phone and said, Hey yo, I'm going to DM this guy and ask him if we can build a show. That was a long shot because I ain't even gonna hold you, bro. The, the the conception of people when they have like like you know, many retweets or refollowings, or whatever the hell the term is, it's like yo, these people are stuck up, or like, yo, they like have the nose in the air. So I, I was like shocked and you're like, Oh yeah, man, it's cool. And so I mean, thank you, thank you so very much, dude, for you know being on.
1: No, I honestly feel honored. Like you're, I did another podcast yesterday. Shameless plug. I don't actually, bro. It's a podcast, is what they podcasting. I, we, we'll, 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 we'll. You said no, <laughs> no, no,
0: no, no. no. Okay, go okay, go
1: okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, don't yeah go my bad. I was like, oh, we 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 not allowed to do that. here. my phone. Oh, no, 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 plug them, bro. Listen, let yeah. me tell you something. I believe that
0: support is free, bro. It's it's free, bro. Facts, facts, I, I facts, have no. If you come up off of me, then I mean I can come up off of me. You know what I'm saying? If I'm good. I think I can build a future. So yeah, plug whoever the hell you show you was on. Okay, yeah?
1: so yeah, yeah, yesterday I was on Brud's podcast. Podcast, <laughs> yeah, I don't. know. I guess that's how you call it. And so, yeah. um, they they said the same thing. They was like, yeah, we we didn't know if you was going to respond when you responded. But I was like, bro, I don't feel cool at all. <laughs> like <laughs> I just put out videos. I don't mm-hmm. pay. I try not to pay attention to the analytics too much. A little bit so that I can make sure to change to see what my audience wants. But like. <laughs> I'm just doing this because I like making people laugh like it's been like that since I was little I don't care about the followers like that it's a little bit important if you want to build a brand but like in terms of like using that as a as a barrier to the people who want to contact me never I enjoy people talking to me this is probably the most people who've talked to me in a really long time you know I'll be in corporate I'll be in school yeah gotta be like an intellectual silence sometimes and I'm glad I can finally have like real genuine conversations and meet so many people as a result of my videos doing well and and uh, especially a lot of black people I feel like I haven't met like real a lot of like diverse black people in such a long time oh we will get, get into that to, my oh yeah yeah, yeah. oh so we will get into that because <laughs> the school I went to uh USC oh, hey, University of Southern California <laughs> uh <laughs> the engineering department there is so oh, oh, I didn't even know she was in the background. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said, Hey, sugarfoot. She okay. do
0: I said, Hey, sugarfoot. <laughs> uh,
1: shout out to Deja the Explorer. That's my girl Okay. <laughs> um, the school I went to is it's like it's got it's a mm. thing it's less than 7% black in the department uh, which, on, on S C. Yeah, SC, yes, oh, University mm. of Southern California. And so like when mm. I, I remember when I went the first, uh of course coming from an HBCU in my undergrad. I went mm. there the first day. I looked around and I was like, I might be the only one for real. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, yo, this is this is not what I'm... I can it, usually at least find two people. like. What's
0: crazy about that is you were at SC, right? University of Southern California. Mm-hmm. And that school was like damn near heart in the smack of uh, what we like to call the ghetto. And so it's right back like... Right by yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Brother, I, I went to school out there. Like, I, I went to school near and by at uh, El Camino Junior College, which is off in the, I think it's called the East Bay, Torrance area. Okay. Uh, so <clears throat> yeah, it's really funny that you would have a place so heavily populated with Blacks and not many Blacks attend. So it's one of those things where you look around and it, as we, what we will get into today, is like, I will say, you know, that's when it makes you feel like what I used to call the rare action figure here, uh, hero. Like, I'm just a rare action figure. Like, whoa, what the hell? Like, how many of me are here? You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, thank you for that, Bruce. I will say it was cool. Like, the fact that you're like, yeah, dude, like, for sure I'll be on. Mm-hmm. And it didn't, you know what? Just to big you up. And to think back when he said it made me realize that we're all just humans, bro. We're really Facts. just all in this Facts. thing, just yeah. kind of like m- like navigating this thing as one. Like we all just kind of went through that whole 2020 thing. And we realized that you know we kind of need each other in a sense. So it-
1: <laughs> heavy <laughs> like big like like you you put up the little no like mad. I'm talking You're about like, like from yeah. here to China we need each other. Big. We need each other. So <laughs> like you know I um was funny uh,
0: Bruce is I was in New York the day that um, COVID hit, like the lockdown hit. And uh, when I stepped outside, I was actually, I did a show in Maryland and I was feeling myself and I was like, my trajectory is going up. And then I'm getting on this train, getting back to New York. And I walked outside and everything was like, I am legend, bro. I was like, what the hell, where is everybody at? And then when I looked at it, I thought for the first two months, the one thing I found funny about COVID was that since we were all inside, all the little small things that we used to tear us apart really didn't mean that much at the time. It was like, yo, fam, I really don't give a fuck about your skin tone. Like, I really just want to get back to my life, you know? But, again, we'll get into shit like that. But, um, Bruce, I am every nigga.
1: He is all in me. Okay. (laughs) Yo, technically, you and me, too. I'm at every single one, bro. I ain't say some. I ain't say 99%. I didn't mean it like that, baby. (laughs) I didn't mean
0: it like that, baby. Bro. What what had me weak about that was that um similar to, to Bruce in the background and, and folks who listen to my show know is like me being kind of like feeling the same way. Like, but the problem was for me, I was every nigga, ladies and gentlemen. I was really good at sports. And you know, unfortunately, I'm not gonna tell on myself, but maybe I was a swiper. I have no idea. You know, I'm not gonna
1: snitch on myself. Wait, what is but, a swiper? A swiper. Y- you know, oh, like you like, oh okay, never mind. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the the fences watch. Come on, dog. Didn't right. Just, yeah. I was about to say. I was. Don't tell Right. It don't tell me to, either.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know. Allegedly, it, sliper. allegedly, allegedly, you allegedly know, swiper. Allegedly, yeah, yeah, swiper. Yeah. Maybe my name was in the papers. I don't know. I mean, listen. Anyways, but what what had me weak was that when I was watching your videos and just thinking about being like every nigga, it kind of hit because it it is. I would say, at least from an African American standpoint, there is pressure. Like this unleveled pressure of ignorant shit. That's the only way I can say it in words. You probably say it more elegant than I can. That I feel like is placed upon you sometimes, as a at least as a black teenager, to live up to. It is like, bro, I don't even understand why you live up to these stereotypes. Like, why the fuck do you care if I can play basketball? Like, why the hell does it matter if I have a big penis? What the fuck? Like, how does that make me a better person? How does this make me a better person? It doesn't
1: it's crazy and, yeah yeah it, it don't really it, make no sense yeah it don't make
0: no sense so with that being said man i thought i said hey bruce can you please come and tell the people that i'm not crazy like this is really a real thing like black people really are different shades there are different black
1: experiences you know <laughs> yo like honestly i could go on this for hours i'm gonna, you can just cut me off whenever you want to because i can keep going I, I have so many stories examples I and know. like we, in my head about this I, i'm gonna movie. be honest yeah. with you the, the biggest one i want to get to you about is the Black Panther one? So we'll we'll okay, uh, copy, 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 <laughs> copy. So okay, so let me let me just get started, and then and then feel free to jump. interrupt me, j- jump in whenever anything. So ahead,
0: oh, boss man, your feelings on the black experience, or what what was your black experience like, citing that you're technically not an African American? What? Hold on, bro. Hold on, hold on, bro. Are you African American? Is that the? Title? I don't I don't know. Is, like is okay that that like, you like, are? are so you technically African American? You came from Africa in so, America.
1: My so I was born in Queens, New York, right? Born okay. in Queens. All right. My parents are first generation Americans, as in they came here. Oh, no, am I first generation? My parents came here from Ghana. I don't know if that okay. makes them first or me first. They're first, they're first, they're first, they're first so generation. Okay, so, the so I'm second, I'm a second generation American. I don't know what that makes me because when growing up, people always told me what I wasn't, they never told me what I was. So, like, <laughs> I'm sitting there, like, I'll, I'll come up to. I'm in classes, right? And I was always a I was always in like I was always the dude in school who I wouldn't do no work, but I get good grades. Luckily. Oh, you was know. one of them motherfuckers, Bruce.
0: <laughs> oh Bruce,
1: I fucking hated y'all. Y'all just slept with the book on your damn
0: head. It was just like
1: it just go in there, it'd be going in the ear. I'm like, what's the test about? Like just oh, right now. It, Except y'all. for history. F's, son, F. I remember oh, oh. in <laughs> when I had my first like real hard classes in high school, my mm-hmm. grades was A, B, C, D, F. I was like, how I get the alphabet on my report? Bro, I didn't know you could get the alphabet on your report card. If it was the E, I would have gotten it. Like, son, I'm telling you. And the D and the, and the F was in history classes both. Bro, but here's my question, though. How the
0: hell did you have that wide of range of, like, like studiousness Like, you were, like, really overly studious
1: in one subject, and then you was, like, just completely terrible, and then you was, like, how is that virtually possible? that's the crazy thing, is I was continuously the same in all classes. And so, like, it's just some classes, like... I don't know what it was, but math was always just easy for me. Like I never mm-hmm. had to. I would figure stuff out on tests in math. Like yeah. the teacher would teach something <laughs> in class, and I look mm-hmm. at the test and be like, "I don't really know how to do this, but I feel like I know part enough to like really just figure the rest out." Mm-hmm. But in history, you can't do that. Like what? No. When, when, <laughs> like when did Columbus sell the ocean blue? I'm like, I don't, I don't know.
0: Can, can I tell you how I know this, brother? How you know because me? I have a degree in history, and that's legitimately.
1: That is not how you <laughs> That's not how you that's not how you do well in history. No. Like you don't just read the test and be like, "Hmm." Nope. Because history <laughs> don't make sense. Like if you no, looked that's... at history and you was like, "The white people came to America, saw the native Americans, what happened?" You got a multiple choice. You like, "They made friends <laughs> with them. Uh, they gave them uh the seasonings they had left that they took from the Spanish." <laughs> uh what is it they what would be something else C. they gave, gave, gave them chicken pox they gave them chicken they gave them chicken pox uh pillaged and you know yeah. disparaged their whole community and enslaved them or uh they decided to share rap songs you probably would choose a they make friends with them right because that would that's the only thing that would make sense yeah but that's it's c it <laughs> yeah but it's c <laughs> it's actually the C. Like, but... yo, what is up with history bro what is why y'all keep doing stuff like this well because here's
0: here's the thing historically Kind of like how, kind of like how we live in this world now where we want everything to be like acceptable or like people like accepting and stuff like that. Historically, mm. that was not the case. It was whoever the fuck won. So facts, it was historically facts. cool to say we took and we destroyed and we built. And then over time, people were like, wow, this sounds kind of bad to say out loud. But the truth is we still take. And we destroy we still rebuild, still rebuild which right. is ironic to me because we can understand that but as humans we can't understand how we can't and then i bring this back full circle take restore and rebuild our own personas our personalities of understanding who we should be because i'm gonna be honest with you just having this conversation with you and you know being like i guess you would say intellectual like really like it really chaps my ass because five years ago i wouldn't even thought this had been cool like i was very much not a um I was not an intellect, I guess someone would say. I, I don't really know what the term is for it. I, I have no idea. But I was very much a, just a, a reactionary. So I, I didn't know I was. I think you asked me earlier, like, "What have you seen the news?" And I'm like, "The fuck, no,
1: no, I ain't seen no
0: damn and, news, I ain't like, like, no, I no damn news." And, and and that was like, that's because I choose not to watch it. Now I right. am educated enough not to know what's going on in the scenes. But back then, if you asked me if I watched the news, I would probably say no, and that's because I was just too ignorant not to know. Like I was just not. Um, I don't know, I just wasn't abreast of the times, man. But that's crazy because that's very celebrated. And it's sad because you see how you don't, you're not a fan of history. For some reason, people are not really fans of learning about what previously happened. They're like, you know what? Right. Just fuck all that. We could just do better. We could <laughs> do you better. and said, fuck all that? I mean, because <laughs> I feel like that's what you, when you, when you, I'm knocking my mic over and shit, but yeah. when you, when you really don't want to do something, you just throw your hand up oh, and fuck this shit. You know, like, fuck all that. And that's how I feel like humans are when it comes to learning about themselves, like right. to, to shape and mold yourself to say, hey, Bruce, maybe that Bruce that you were two years ago wasn't really that great of a Bruce. He should change. That takes a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a, a perspective personality. A word I did not learn. So I went to counseling, but
1: <laughs> okay,
0: it takes in its own place. I guess what I'm trying to say is that um, as we were talking about the Black experience, Bruce, you've been working in corporate you know, over five years, under five years.
1: I worked for about three and a half, almost four. Oh, almost three and four. a half, almost yeah, four.
0: Yeah. Okay, I think I worked in corporate world for about seven, eight years. Now, mm-hmm. in your time periods of working in corporate, did you ever feel like you were like the real hundred percent Bruce?
1: Mm, nah, cause I ain't never said nigga at corporate. You know what I'm talking about? Like, <laughs> it's, uh, if, if I was real one hundred percent me, but I. I feel like I brought so much of me, I was proud yeah. of the amount of me that I brought. So okay. I can't I can't be mad at it, but like mm-hmm. the only time I would say I brought 100% if I said nigga, mm-hmm. let me think of something else. If yeah. I cuss somebody out yeah, <laughs> and if I told all the jokes I wanted to, those are the three things I didn't get to do. Dude. If I had okay. done those three, I w- that would have been 100% me and I would have got fired. But like,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, this just, sure just what it
1: is. like. You-
0: you surely would. You surely would. Because sure, let me tell you will. something. I did all of those things you just said, and I am currently not in corporate, Okay, I don't. <laughs> I did all those things. It's I said like, come in. Word. Yeah. Come in. Oh, oh, don't yeah, oh, yeah, yeah man. Man, when they <laughs> listen, one of my jobs literally said they fired me because of my podcast. Really, that was just a fancy way of saying it. you were just acting too much like a nigga. You got to get up out of here. You, ain't... I was out there cursing on my coworkers. I uh, listen. I was out here asking. You know, I, yo, I was being a wild boy sign. I won't right. say nothing and get myself jailed. But anyways, that the reason why I asked that question is with uh, when you were at work, you say you couldn't be 100% yourself. Did you ever feel like you were being an Uncle Tom or playing yourself or being a sellout because you couldn't be 100% Bruce?
1: Let me tell you a story that I actually want you to tell me if I was or not. This is important. We love stories here. Right. One of the things about Bruce is Bruce likes to, Bruce holds himself. I hate talking. One one of the things about Bruce is he hates talking to the third person, right? One of the things about me is I like to be, I like other people to hold me accountable because I can, as people, we can only be so self-aware and hold ourselves only so accountable. So I need other people to check me constantly. So one of the things that happened to me, Because you asked specifically if I ever felt like an Uncle Tom. And there's one Mm -hmm. time where I felt close. And I was sitting, we had a diversity committee at work. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, of course, like I was the only... I might've been one of two black people in the area where I worked at specifically in the entire company. And so of course, when it came to the diversity committee, there was like, Hey, Oh, Bruce, they always use your, a, you're a rise you're a rising talent. Like you're, you're a talent and we want to expose you to the other talent. So let's get you in the diversity committee to give you more exposure. I'm like, y'all know I'm Brown. Like, come on, you know, why I'm putting you putting me over there, but of course I'm not going to say that. So I'm like, okay, I don't, I, I'm a diversity is important to me. So I'm gonna join the committee. I joined the committee and I was sitting there and I remember list, looking around and listening to what everyone else was saying. They had, they had some black people there, but it was like majority like women, Caucasian women and Indian women and Hispanic women was in this committee. And so I remember I was looking around and listening to the things that everyone was saying. And everyone was saying they wanted diversity in the form of their own people. So the women, the Caucasian women were saying, you know, we need more women in this company. The Hispanic women were saying, we need more Hispanic women in this company. The Black people were like, yo, I, I hear everything they're talking about diversity, but it ain't really a lot of niggas over here. You know what I'm talking about? The, the Indian women, and even it, this Indian woman even worked with me, pulled me to the side and was like, what, what do you think about the diversity committee? I was like, yeah, no, I think I think they have good intentions. She stopped me. She was like, really, I think we need more Black people than Indian women here. I mean, look around. How many Indian women do you see? I couldn't disagree with her. I saw none. But in my mind, it seemed wrong because as soon as we started the committee the first thing they said was diversity is more than skin color it's more than your gender diversity is diversity of thought diversity is diversity of whatever whatever is not the norm is diverse or whatever is not the same is diverse and so when i heard that that was the intent i'm very ob- and a very objective specific person if you tell me one thing that's the thing i'm going to do in here so if you say to me we're trying to create more diversity and you define diversity as anything that's different, specifically in the context of work, we could be talking about uh, race, gender, sexuality, blah, 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 then okay, that's what I'm down for. And I don't enjoy it when I hear people talking about specific things. If we're talking about specific things, I want us to have a committee for Black people. Let's have have a committee to get more African Americans here. Let's not do that in the diversity one, because then we have nobody's aligned and we can't get anything done. Because every time someone tries to do something, the Black person is going to say, no, I need more Black people. The Indian woman is going to say we shouldn't do that because it's going to lessen the amount of Indian women. So I, I took issue with that. Some could say that's problematic. I don't know. Maybe I'll ask you in a second. Let me, let me finish the story for a second. I quit the committee because of that reason. I was like, you guys don't seem aligned. There doesn't seem to be, there doesn't seem to be a, uh, or there doesn't, yeah, there doesn't seem to be an alignment and because there's no alignment and I'm not the leader to make there be alignment. And because the communication because our understanding is to be aligned and that we all have an understanding of what diversity is, but everyone has their own little side projects they're doing, I didn't want to be a part of it anymore. I remember I quit. I, one of the Black ladies who I usually see often and was also in the diversity committee was like, you quit the committee, didn't you? I said, yeah, I didn't agree with anything they were doing. I feel like I, I, I in my own way, try to achieve diversity, and specifically with Black people, because if I'm to be completely honest, because I come from a community where I see where Black people have struggled to come up due to things that I know can be fixed. For example, specifically in engineering and uh, STEM, if you just got kids to think engineering and STEM was cool, they would do it. Black kids, wholeheartedly. I don't care what anyone says. If you take them, and I, as a young 26 year old Black man, come to a Black boy when he's seven, when he's like 12 years old and say, hey, yo, let's build robots. I guarantee you he thinks it's cool. And I guarantee you he goes to be an engineer.
0: Because you tell them that football's cool at that age. And right. Guess cool. what they go do.
1: Because there's nothing football. wrong with that. But can no, everybody no, do I, that? No, I
0: can, I can say that because I'm a former football player. So I hate that. I hate that route. I mean, I will personally go out. And if anybody wants to smoke, that's fine. But telling kids that football is overly fucking cool at seven, which is fine. And not telling them that being a carpenter or an engineer is cool is some ignorant shit. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't care if you have a problem with that fighting. But sorry, go ahead, destroy. Right.
1: And then, and then even let me let me let me go mm-hmm. take go on a side note for a second. It's not mm-hmm. to me, it's not even about telling them that engineering is cool, but it's about telling mm-hmm. them, look, there are so many things you can do. You ain't you don't exactly have to be the three things they keep presenting you. Like that, 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 that I exactly. and I am proof of that right now. Like you look at I'm at a pharmaceutical, I work at a pharmaceutical company doing coding. And no one would have thought I would have did that. You know why? Because I just tried to do something else mm-hmm. and try to be successful. I had a goal and I went for it. That's it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so um, I, or to go back to the story, I had my mm-hmm. own ways that I was like, I, I felt comfortable quitting because I actively do things to help the black community that I care about. And the yeah. way that I understood the diversity community to be is not the way they are. It's not the way anybody thinks. So I don't want to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. There was like, the first thing the lady told me after the explanation was like, you shouldn't have done that. I said, why? And she was like, because you don't know how it looks when a black person quits that committee. And I was, I, I got stumped. Once, once again, Bruce, one, who hates talking about himself in the third person, is not above reprimand. I'm not above someone giving me feedback. I like feedback because it's how, that's how I grow. And if I don't want to hear your feedback, I'll just process it. If I don't like it, I'm not going to listen. But I'm always going to process it. So I sat there and I thought for years about that. I remember the, her face when she said that was so much disappointment. She was like, you should not have done that because you don't know how that looks. And I remember I recorded a podcast on it with my girlfriend. We have podcast, The Grand Scheme of Things podcast, Shameless Plug, whatever. Okay. And so um, after we recorded the podcast and I thought about it and I was like, I realize now, go back to the song that I made, that as a black person, we have no choice b- to be every nigga. That when I'm sitting there and I quit the diversity committee as the one of two black people in research might've been the only one in the, in the organization that I worked, it makes it look like this committee is that black people don't appreciate this committee. And it gives the people who are against it for the wrong reasons, every reason to shut it down. And so then I'm like, so what should, then I don't know what should, then my question to you, what should I have done then? I don't agree with anything that's going on maybe I could have spoke up and, and tried to change it. I feel like it wouldn't have changed in my mm-hmm. opinion. I don't know. I have no idea that could have been, that could be a defeatist mentality. I'm, I'm open to hearing that, but what could I have done to change it? Or should I have well, stayed and just been miserable or should I have, and, but still upheld the fact that we have a committee here that's about diversity. Diversity is important. The black people love it because look at the token black guy who we have here, but like, yeah. or should I, or should, did I do the right thing by leaving and saying, this is not, right like none of y'all are, are thinking about this in the way that you claim to be and i have what i think are better ways to make this af- effective that yeah. you will never understand because your goal is once again to make it as diverse as possible not being specific to race gender sexuality or anything i want to make it as diverse as possible my goals are not align with yours so i'm going to remove mm-hmm. myself what do you what is your opinion i might have given you too much to think Mm-mm. about that. no
0: no brother this is a i appreciate this question so i'm going to answer your question with uh a way of how my creative ass can only answer because I can never just say yes or no or I agree or disagree. So this is what I need you to understand. You understand that there's a group called Frankie Beverly and Maze. You ever heard of them? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So there's Frankie Beverly, who is the lead singer. And then there's Maze, the group, right? Um, they have never had a hit single without each other. They've only been great with each other. But the problem is with Black people, they always want to be Frankie Beverly. They always want like to, you to be like the lead guy. But nobody really understands that we have to do this with maze. Now, the separatization is this. This is what I'm trying to say. I don't get how Black people always want one person to be up front and be the shining star, but then not have the backing that we actually need to get it done. So yeah, you could have stayed, bro. You could have stayed. You could have did that. You could have been the Frankie Beverly of the fucking group, the, the Black shining star for us. But as you said, if you want to get nothing done, what was the point?
1: Mm-hmm. you just that's my showed. assumption that we wouldn't have gotten it that's that's what i assume yeah
0: and so if that's what you assume then why don't you go with your the right feeling and just go a different route i i i, I can say this as a black person it's really hard for us to break generational curses we kind of like going in directions so that lady telling you that it was your fault or you should not have did that because you were going to make it look bad it bothers me because it's like so you think that just me bruce myself just i was going to be the 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 only reason why this like made it or not is this unneeded pressure. I don't know, man, to to be the the Michael Jordan of your people sometimes and it's like damn, I didn't know I was going to be leading black people or destroying black people with my actions because you think about it with black folks, I ain't going to hold you. Like one black person do something wild on television, they're going to try to display it they is
1: as all of us yeah it's always and they, every time every time a black person commits a crime they specifically say black man did this to remind you he was black and he did this <laughs> and, and Remember. that is that yeah. is
0: you see what i'm saying and and that's why i'm like you know, i don't blame you for being like hey i just got to step away from this because it's easier to just stay in a bad situation as a black man it, it just is man it just is it's it's and when i say bad i say that subjective with you know with 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 your own opinion i guess you know what Let me back this up. What I mean to say is this. As a black man, it's harder to go in your own path than what's going with the group. Like We don't really celebrate individualism off the jump. Now, we do love it. We we love originality. We love because we make a lot of shit, but initially that individual was going to be heavily criticized and told why he shouldn't be doing the shit first. We're not really going to embrace the difference because it's just like, I remember as a kid, yo, if I knew you know, what I knew about anime, bro, I would have been like the most rawest anime drawer. Like, I love Dragon Ball Z, but nobody around me, like, could tell me about that shit. You know what I'm I saying? Like, I love, I love Japanese culture, but it took me having to move from Memphis, Tennessee, to move around, like, a diverse section in California to be like, okay, like, this shit is cool, but I was steering away from it because it wasn't what i known to be cool as a kid, as a black kid. Like, we really want to do what's cool. I ain't gonna front it was weird trying to not be what my homies weren't when I was younger to -hmm. which I remember when we were talking earlier I was saying one of the things that I try my best to to bring out but not to try to stunt is to show that all black people don't live in the ghetto like some of us live in the suburbs
1: right and very little actually if you look at the statistics like black people are less poor than other people for the most part
0: so and so for me the problem with me making that statement is, though, I feel at times, and you can stop me if you agree or disagree, but is that when I say, like, you know, all Black people live in the, what's considered the ghetto, you know, we live in the, the suburbs, that doesn't make my problems less a Black person's problems. Like, I'm still a whole-ass Black individual um, living in these suburbs. Like, I, I mean, I, I don't... I, I I think you said something hella funny about the rite of passage of what people used to think about being broke was what we talked about how over oh, yesterday. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: I was saying, like, we used to, in my school, we used to stunt being broke. Like, you would <laughs> sit there and you would sit there and we'd be it's so, um, it's, it always happened at lunch. I don't know what's with niggas and lunch. Like, yeah, lunch <laughs> the lunch, lunch lunch time, time is, is just time. right that's the time where everybody get go crazy they start beating mm-hmm. on the tables they rapping they they they, they jonesing on it's each other like it's stuff. bro it's kind of everything stuff. during lunch yeah fits start coming up too like yo what's what's your shoes in like da-da-da. we used to we used to go to lunch i remember i used to bring my lunch because my mom used to make me pack it my mom made me so mad with this my mom my mom used to pack my lunch she's she's a nurse she went to work one day and one of her nurse friends was like you pack your kids lunch mm. That pissed my mama off, so she came home and she was like, "You y'all gonna start pocket- packing your own lunch now?" I was like, "Mom, <laughs> mom, you know how early I wake up to go to the school? And you thought you about to make me pack my own lunch too?" I pack <laughs> my <laughs> own. <laughs> right, <laughs> I'm crying, I'm sweating, I'm like, mama, "Mom, mom, mom," <laughs> the problems of a child. <laughs> mom, you gonna make me make my own food? <laughs> right. I wish they was back. then. this adult nonsense is.
0: This over like yeah, overrated this, this is ghetto side why did we rush to get here I, I hate it here
1: so i packed my own lunch that day i packed myself like we had i don't know we had like deli meat in the fridge or whatever mm-hmm. some bread i made myself the wackest sandwich of all time so i put my sandwich on the table with my box lunch i had a i had a blue lunch box i remember all my homies bought lunch or they had or they had a free lunch at school mm-hmm. my homie came he had the pizza or whatever and my other homie had like the little weird Pizza squares—they give you in the free lunch with the yeah, milk right. that's like low key spoiled, but don't nobody say nothing about it. Oh, it, was it the pouch for y'all? Was it in the little the little pouchy pouch, or did y'all have card Y'all had pouch
0: milk. Bam! It was disgusting in Louisiana sun. We had it in a a pouch, dog. It was like literally like a gelatin pouch, like it, but you know, liquid, but right. it sealed liquid in plastic pouch, and we used to stick a a, a you know straw in there, and you know,
1: yeah, it it's was hard. In <laughs> It bag cereal and bag pouch should not, bag milk should not, pouch milk should not exist. That is disgusting. I feel so bad rough. for you. Like, I, <laughs> that's inappropriate They really did y'all, though. They were like, We're gonna kill these kids. Like, go ahead, hey take yo, that son. milk and put it in the that pouch was, and get just, them out of here. Say. Good old
0: Calcasieu Parish, good old Calcasieu Parish, Lake Charles, Louisiana, bro. Oh, bad.
1: So, we sitting at lunch, and of course, he got his carton milk. You mentioned the carton milk. So, <laughs> they looking at my box lunch, they like, Yo, you get you bring your lunch, son? I was like, yeah, I bring my like I'm I made this myself. This is my sandwich or whatever. They bro, the Jones was crazy. They was like, you box lunch head ass nigga. Like, what the <laughs> you saying here? You oh, gonna man. bring your lunch from home? Like, we we all eating pizza, the squares and everything. Meanwhile, these dudes is eating the worst health. Like I'm talking about yeah. government nearby, like homicide lunch. and they started jonesing on me i remember from that day on i hid my lunch in my bag just so people didn't see me eating it like from the box but it was like they were making fun of me because the it was more cool to get the the uh, school bought cheap like dollar whatever or like the school provided Mm -hmm. lunch and look like you was one of the hood dudes than it was Mm -hmm. to have your mama pack you lunch or bring your lunch by yourself like no cool dude had a lunch box and brought it from home bro and it's like people just people use that as a badge of honor like it was so many other ways that people thought being broke was cool i'm like i grow up now i'm like i would not i know like it's not girls don't think it's cool nobody Nobody. thinks it's cool (laughs) like nobody only rappers okay yes them
0: and next to R&B singers who lie more than rappers because R&B singers lie more because they lie to you about love. And don't get me started on that. But anyways, those two people are the only ones that think it's cool. But I'll tell you what's actually funny what you just said right there because that whole story is very much true. Bruce isn't lying. I remember, weird flex, but okay. I had to get sent private school my junior and senior year of high school because public school just wasn't going to cut it for Uncle Puche. I was uh, what you called a two-time delinquent on knocking niggas out. So they were like, hey, you can't go to public school anymore. We got to go to private school. Right. And my mother, obviously being a black woman, one day fixed me some lunch. Right. And I brought it and someone said, oh, cool lunch or some shit like that. I don't know
1: what 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 she make you. You remember?
0: Yeah, I I do. I do. She made me a, a chicken wrap, son, a chicken wrap with pepper, check cheese and bacon. And
1: you, said pe- you didn't even say American cheese, you said pepper, back, uh, pepper jack? Pe- pe- pepper
0: jack. yeah. Yeah. Cause oh, this I is I roasted
1: you too. You said pepper jack. <laughs> Yo, okay. Listen,
0: listen, this is what this is why it becomes very important. Brody saw my lunch and he said, Oh, that's a nice lunch. It looks, it looks good. So I came home, you know, not even thinking about it, you know. And my mother goes, Hey, did anybody see your lunch? And I go, Yeah. She goes, What did they say? I said, They said it looked good. He was like, Yeah, what the fuck? They think we can't. Our kids in this house, huh? <laughs> so my mother, my mother was making a point to me to understand that when you go to that private school, don't let the motherfuckers think that you're broke. You know what I'm saying? Right, we right, can right. provide for you in mm-hmm. this house. You know what I'm saying? Like we we don't have because I'm not saying we were struggling. I'll never say we were struggling. Right. But you know we were we we were doing all right. But you know always do better you know what i'm saying but one thing my mother always prided us on was not saying like you're better than someone because you're financially stable but saying that hey my my parents ain't no damn slouch you know they're responsible individuals it's it's cool to be responsible you know and so i know that story when people may hear it think it's like harsh but it's just like no you have to drive that home with kids to understand that ignorance is very very potent ignorance is very very Mm -hmm. contagious you know and that's ignorant shit to think that being poor and looking poor is cool it's you're cool. really yeah. you're trying to i don't know why you're trying to hide your intelligence man it's, it's because the the sad part about that is the kids who are making fun of you i know those kids probably weren't the dumbest motherfuckers in the world but i'm sure a lot of them were probably pretending to be dumb for the simple fact of it being cool, cool. I, I, guess, right, right, right. I, I guess i guess i don't know i, I again I, I always say to myself like what does that got to do with anything uh when it comes down to it one second Hey, we good man okay. yeah thank you okay. yeah nope oh,
1: good.
0: okay mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. you you i had the cleaners come through i was like all right, so oh, right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah nah, it's uh so my family owns an office and so uh i just had to come down here gotcha but, um, but no, nah, man, uh, and I can break that into it. Um, but, um, and we can go, I'll break really, really quick for a second. So thank you for that. That that was really nice. Um, that was a good flow, but yeah, that, um, that shit, I never, I will never understand that dude. I will never understand. Um, because the cycle still hasn't broken, you know, it, it still hasn't been broken. Like the whole ignorance of being cool. Like it's cooler now to look cool. Cause I love mm-hmm. like, you know, black boy joy in different terms of like you know obviously seeing different things and so that's why i'm going to transition to our next statement talking about a black panther and i'll talk about how black panther obviously we talk about this being cool and then after that i'll depict back with the cultural because i still want to get your opinion on that as far as like the the african culture in the black community as well because that is just um i i i still don't understand that beef or the understanding of what the fuck would be going on there i don't even know if it's beef but Anyways, uh, give me a second, let me give me something to drink. Yep, go ahead. Thank you again, man. I appreciate it.
1: Eat them chips too. <laughs> See them, what, in the salt and vinegar. Yep, I know your breath hot, bro. <laughs> I know your breath is hot. I oh, know yeah. your breath is hot. It was disgusting. You
0: <laughs> can't spend no breath on the Zoom call, bro. All right. Mm-hmm. 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 and we are back but yeah man um so yeah i don't i don't know i don't know how we would really necessarily break that curse that stigma of like making looking educated cool because it's just it's, it just seems like it's it's uh it's like it's deep
1: what's the name of uncle
0: poochie's podcast six, six feet under podcast care against production